1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome to it. No no Badge, he's
2: on holidays until the end of December, but the man, the machine, that is Scott Sattler, (laughs) the myth. Uh, Scott Sattler, obviously in the Sports Day studio with me, Jason Matthews. Hello, Satsy.
3: How are you, Woogie? And also, listeners, uh, another big day in the world of cricket. We all thought it was going to be excitement about the second test against the West Indies at Adelaide, mm. and it has been, again, kidnapped by headlines for all the wrong reasons, which we're going to talk yeah. about at greater length. But in saying that, Australia at present one for 98, Laba Shane on 18, Khawaja on 54.
2: Yeah, he's done it again. You know, mm. um, actually, very special milestone for Khawaja. Well, talk about that uh, real soon so it's been a big day for for him uh hello to our listeners through the super radio network scn track stations and of course through the scn app uh, and don't forget you can su- subscribe to our sports day podcast look for sports day new south wales on the itunes store or spotify and of course how could you forget badge and sats scn on tiktok We'd love you to be involved with the show. The show is nothing without you, our listeners. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or give us a call, 1300 01 I know you're going to be fired up about the Dave Warner thing tonight, Sats. And you and I are on different sides of the fence on this. Uh, And we're both quite passionate about it. But I know our listeners all day have been listening to the radio most of the day and all everyone wants to talk about is Dave Warner. But in the same breath, everyone's saying at the same time, sats <laughs> that I'm sick of hearing about Dave Warner. So make up your mind. So we'd, the, the thing that happened with Dave Warner today, by all means, uh, call us or text us. But if there's something random you want to talk about tonight, I encourage that as well, all mm-hmm. right? Because it is Fun Fact Thursday.
3: Yeah, we encourage weirdness.
2: Oh. Well, the other night was creepiness after
3: Kirstie Alley died. Well, you raised it. Well, I didn't expect them to carry There's one the tor- common denominator with creepiness, <laughs> with our entire station. But you know what, though, I look,
2: I hand over the torch. Right, I'm the first runner. I don't expect it to go all the way to the cauldron. And it, this, mm. this, we've just covered the next two Olympics, mate. Dave Warner thing today um, has pulled out of the process surrounding his leadership reinstatement. Uh, Warner has stated the appeal process was going to be made public and at the risk to the health of his family and the trauma surrounding, he's decided to withdraw his appeal, Uh, which Cricket Australia didn't want it to be a public hearing either, Sats. They actually wanted it to be a private one, but this independent committee has decided it
3: should be public. Which is weird. It's strange that they would want to make it public. And I can see probably why they want to make it public. I mean... One of our colleagues, Ian Healy, he was uh, quite vocal this morning, wasn't he, in in relation to this this whole process? And, and before we comment, let's let's get to what Heals had to say this morning on SENQ.
0: The
2: independent panel have decided no, this needs to be public. You know, it need the the whole trial needs to be public. They haven't named their own names yet, but they wanted the trial in public, yeah. and it seemed to be a trial of Warner's crime again.
0: The, you know, the smallish crime of, of, you know, attempting to scratch a cricket ball and setting that up. That mm. That's done. The trial was supposed to be about the punishment
2: he received for that. Yeah. And they wanted to go through everything all again in
3: public. Come on. Yeah. I agree well, with the, Hills. Yeah, I, I do in, a, in, a, in some degree about trying to protect the integrity of the game as well. Uh, I can see why the panel wanted to make this public. I'm not saying that it's... That it's the right process, but and during dirtying, uh, airing dirty laundry. But there's maybe they want to be transparent with the with the Australian public who don't trust the national team and the, and the governing board as it is at the moment with their v- views and beliefs and the inability to control the narrative. So maybe that's why they want to make it public. Maybe they did want to try and be as transparent as possible because there's all these unanswered questions and maybe they want the Australian public to. To know a little bit more about this now just to remind everyone how this all played out the lifetime ban meant that he the david warner cannot captain in in this lifetime you Now yeah. smith is now captain and he's done this before this last test series same test series last year in the absence of patty cummins in february the players association asked for a review on david warner's uh, ban in october all parties agreed with the review, and it was announced it was going to be a public hearing by the panel. Yeah. Uh, media access, which meant they had to call the likes of Greg Chappell and current coach Andrew McDonald and Steve Smith called as witnesses right on the doorstep of the next test series against South Africa, which is one of, our, one of the most, outside of the ashes, one of the most exciting test series we've seen um, on our shores in a while. So Michael Clark says that that Warner has every right to be frustrated by the process, because it seems as though there's only there's rules for one and rules for others. And what he means by that is Steve Smith. Why is he captain yeah. now? Well, he's probably captain now because he's been captain before. I don't know. Do, do they know more about what happened on that day in 2018? This is the and, problem. And was he entirely across the whole situation when it was concocted? And even if he, even if he wasn't. It still falls on his shoulders as as the skipper. Now on the flip side of that, yeah, David Warner, Warner can't keep playing the emotional family card and what they have and will go through moving forward because that was all self-inflicted. That will continue for many many years, and mm. and to be able to play that publicly and then allow your wife Candace, to go on TV and and radio and continue raising what happened and and the sanctions but that can, were brought above her upon her. But husband. can
2: you understand the frustration? He hasn't killed anybody. He's, no, no. Seeing, he's seeing someone else who was, in a way, associated with the ball tampering. you seeing him get on with his life and is able to lead Australia again. All he wants to be able to do in an official manner is actually be a part of the leadership group. And I know all the stuff you guys say. Well, he is a leader amongst the players. But no, he's still tarnished. He's got a life ban on being He's a going leader. to be
3: tarnished for the rest of his life. Yeah, and so but, Steve Smith.
2: Yeah, but Steve Smith... Given the opportunity to redeem himself, and I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is not a crack at Steve Smith. He should be able to captain again, and Dave Warner should be allowed to be able to be a vice captain again. I don't, I don't get it, And I'm not even a Dave Warner fan. You know, you've heard me make tongue-in-cheek comments about him. I don't care that, but I just think it's ridiculous that he can't. It's four years ago. He's served his punishment. He's ma- he's saying he's made choices in his life to, you know, re- redeem himself. And and here he is
3: still having to put up with this. Well, he's going to put up with it for as long as he lives. But it's unfair. It's not unfair. It's life. And Steve Smith's going to be the same. And, you know, you said to me off air about what about his children, you know, the legacy that he leaves? Well, his children in this day and age will just have to Google when they're old enough and in teenage years to to see what their father had done that day. I agree. I thought the sanction was too heavy on, on all three people that were involved and Darren Lehman standing down from that. And I thought it was, I thought the sanctions were heavy, but all that aside, his legacy is going to be two, two things and it's going to continue to be that, unfortunately, for the, I think, the rest of his life, which is you Google David Warner, it's going to come up with Sandpaper Gate. You, you Google Steve Smith, exactly the same, the sanctions.
2: But... No, the Sandpaper Gate will come up with Steve Smith as well. Uh, but he's allowed to skipy re- why is there one rule for St- like michael clark said why is there one rule for steve smith and one rule for dave warner and well, another
3: rule for cam bancroft well it's quite easy to handle this i believe that there should have been a, a private hearing they should have continued with it uh, dave warner will always be seen as as a leader and amongst his teammates and coaches he'd Who be involved cares? in well you, you, you as a player and your teammates care of how highly you're held amongst that playing group. Clearly not, mate, because he, he's trying to become
2: an official leader, uh, be allowed to lead. So he wants to captain, the, I think it's the Thunder in the Big Bash. He well, can't do that anymore.
3: Well, this is what I'm saying. If the private hearing went, went forward, it's fair to say that they say, you know what, Dave, you're 36. You won't captain Australia unless under special circumstances. You'll always be a leader within the group. You'll always be consulted when it comes to mentoring young players or discussions about what's in the best interest of the team because that's how high you are held um, with your accolades and in all formats, how well you've played for Australia. So, Dave, you're 36. You won't captain Australia, but we're going to lift that ban because we don't think you'll captain Australia because you are 36. And uh, But domestically, in the mm, BBL, mm. go for your life. We're going to lift that ban and allow you to captain What's stopping?
2: What's stopping... Cricket Australia from doing that. I I don't get it, mate. I mean, they don't need an independent review. They could just make the – because they're not reviewing the incident. Don't forget, they're just reviewing the judgment and giving the guy his day in court, so to speak.
3: Well, maybe that is a decision that will come, Woogie, after hearing the public outcry after the last 12 hours. Right. yeah.
2: Okay, listen, uh, Dave's uh, manager, James Erskine, was on mornings with Jimmy Smith this morning. And he spoke about the trauma the Warner's family went, Warner family went through um, during the Sandpaper Gate incidents.
0: I think he's just fed up of the process. And, you know, the, the trauma that the original decisions, you know, uh, in South Africa to his family and Candice and, you know, et cetera. I mean, she, she lost a baby because of it. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's odd. You know, um, I don't quite understand the process myself.
3: It's, it is unfortunate what came out of that in, the, in relation to the effect it has on people's private lives. But we live in an age where, if, as you're a sportsman or sportswoman, you, you live in the spotlight, and every decision you make is going to be judged by those outside of your circle. So uh, the trauma that it caused emotionally to his family, again, that was self-inflicted. So you've got to be able to own that and take that on. Mm. And I think David Warner has owned it. I think he has owned it. and um, But, to, you know, to also say comments along the lines, we've well, we got a text here from Steve saying, uh, sorry, no, from uh, 393 saying Warner's manager has just said that some of the heads of cricket told them to ball tamper to get reverse swing. Now, well, Toronto, Rod, Ned, is there enough evidence to say that that actually happened? We, well, have we don't a listen. know. I want to play
2: something else to you. Have a listen to this. He also uh, went on to, to blast Cricket Australia about how they've left Warner to be villainised.
0: You know, you'd have to be a blind black Labrador to not realize there was far more than three people involved in this thing. And, and you know, they all got a caning and basically David Warner was, you know, completely villainized. Now that's, and he has shut up. He's protected Cricket Australia. He's protected his play, uh, fellow players and whatever it might be, on my advice. Because at the end of the day, no one wanted to hear any more of it. And he's mm. got on playing cricket. Mm. So why Cricket Australia couldn't have done a very sensible thing and just said, listen, it's not legal to basically have somebody there's no right of appeal. So we're changing that. We're be- the board turned around, interviewed David, and said to him, listen, okay, fine, go back, and you're can, you you know, you're eligible to captain your country. They're the same people that banned him for life. It's yeah. just absurd. Yeah, he- and Why should he have to go through that? Why should he... He has done everything he possibly could for Cricket Australia, and 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 for his team, and he's now being treated like this.
2: You can read between the lines on those comments. What has he done for Cricket Australia? Has he protected other people? Um, well, for more a, a,
3: reports. James Erskine saying that there were more people involved. If there was James, if you've got the evidence, it's not Dave Warner saying. It, it's if you've got the evidence, James. And it's factual evidence. but the, how does that help, but, how,
2: but, but how does that help David Warner? Like, I, I, you know it doesn't he's, because, but, but because in the he's... eyes
3: of a lot of Australian sports men and women, mm. David Warner, is it fair to say, everyone has their opinion that David Warner was the one that concocted this whole this whole plot. and Steve Smith just went along with it or found out about it later on and Cam Bancroft was the youngster that said, yep, okay, I'll do it because I want to be part of the guys. I want to be part of the crew. That's the belief. I'm not saying that but that's is, right is that something factual. we've is
2: that something we've read on on Facebook, is it? No, like,
3: no this, well, this is the opinion of a lot of sportsmen and women who have not, who don't have enough evidence to make that call. That's right. So it's just an opinion. So if James is saying there are more people involved, well then...
2: Mate, I wouldn't be coming out and saying it now. Oh, you know, if I was Dave Warner, I'd be saving that for a book deal. Well, it he owes the, Cricket Australia nothing.
3: Well, he waters the fact that Warner was so heavily involved. If there are other people. If he can prove there are other people involved. Save, save what, it for a book, Dave. Don't come out and say it. Do not
2: come out and say it. Do what Tim Payne did. Write the book and do whatever you have to do because you at least deserve that.
3: And so save everything for a publicity stunt. Absolutely. Why not? Exercise, well, what, what's he getting, what's clearing... he getting it out? What's he it's getting it, out of it? Well, he sacks? wants he wants an answer sooner rather than later. So but he's why not wait getting another it? Why wait another six or twelve months and then release a book?
2: If I was Dave Warner, I'd be saying, "Stuff you, Cricket Australia!
3: I'm going to save it all. I'll do a tell-all book, and then I'll let the truth be free." Then, if I'm James Erskine, I'm walking straight through the front door and said, "I've got evidence that all these players and officials are involved, and David doesn't want me to do this, but I'm going to do it." For the sake of my client,
2: no. If James Erskine's any sort of manager, he'll be walking straight through the front door of a publisher, going, "I've got a good book for you." That's what well, a manager. That's what a good manager does. Well, I wouldn't read it. Oh, you would. You'd get caught up in the hype, wouldn't you? Hey, on today's show, uh, Michael Kasparich will be joining us. Well, the great Queenslander. Uh, we'll talk to him about the Warner thing, the second test that's going on right now at the Adelaide Oval. But more importantly. What sort of South Africa can we expect at the Gabba for the first test on December 17? Because I'm hearing stories that South Africa aren't great. And then in another breath, I'm hearing people say, what an amazing bowling attack South Africa yep. have got. And they must be licking their chops uh, on the great, Gabba.
3: Always had a great bowling attack, haven't they? Alan Donald and, um, and co. And always had fantastic, fantastic all-rounders as well. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's like a religion. Cricket in South Africa, so Absolutely. I wouldn't anticipate anything other than them being you know, one of the major forces again.
2: Uh, one of our favourites from the Sydney Thunder, Baxter Holtz, will be joining us. BBL kicks off next Tuesday in Canberra, uh, and we'll run through until February 4th. How good is it? You get test matched during the day, and then you sit down and watch the big bash of a night. He's got some uh, tips and a preview for racing Queensland. You know how last night New South Wales Greyhounds... And we had Simon Orchard on. He gives us tips for Wendy Park.
3: Had a multi on those two tips.
2: Yeah, life band.
3: Yep. He's with
2: Warner. (laughs) I can't wait for Simon Orchard's book. He'll lift the lid on Sports Day. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact Sorry, fun fact. What is it? Fun fact
4: fact Thursday.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That is the worst thing, Jack. Fun fact Thursday. There we go. That's sats. Jack... Who's uh, pushing the buttons tonight? Hey gents, uh,
5: Jack. Do you realise yep. Sats
2: still says that's not him? That second one he played.
5: Oh, it baffles me. It yeah. absolutely baffles Look me. Look at his nose grow. You know what? <laughs> when when the seasons do die down a bit, maybe we should get on a, a voice expert. Yes, maybe someone who could analyse both clips and I've they'll got be i someone who to... works
3: for me who's a voice analyst. Oh, biased.
5: They work there for you, go. mate. They're on your payroll. We yeah. don't trust them.
3: Yeah. Yes, that's
2: that's right. Um, anyway, fun fact Thursday. Do you want to, uh, I see you've got one here to kick the show off with, Sats. I don't see the fun in this.
3: Which one? I've got a couple there. I? No, I've Michael got one. Jordan? I've got one. Yeah, you're Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan makes more money from Nike annually, still today, than any Nike factory worker in Malaysia combined. Fun the... fact
2: Thursday. Where's the yeah. fun in
3: that, Sats? It's there's not no Capitalism it's just, Tuesday. It's just a... It's a it's a fact, but yeah, it's I know, know it's a fact. It's <laughs> meant to be no, fun sick, fact. It's, it's sick fact.
2: It's not Thursday. slavery Sunday, right? Where is that that's I can't see the fun in
3: that. That's, mm. that's no, actually when you when you pointed out that like that way, there's not a lot of fun in it at all.
2: I'm gonna do I'm gonna do mu- musical ones tonight. Is that all right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, the first one. None of the Beatles could write or read music.
4: How much fun can you have on a Thursday? We'll, really? Yeah.
3: I don't think it mattered. Elton John couldn't read music. Well, lucky
2: he, he had Bernie Taupin uh, yeah. doing all that stuff for him. Geez, we've got some texts coming through, Sats. So people
3: are fired up uh, about Dave Warner. Yeah, we've got uh, one here. And, uh, of course, it's, it's not sports-related, but huge news from the Bali bombings, of course, Um one of the uh, the leaders of, of that uh, that movement back in 2002 got released. And we've got Dave from Tweed. He says, um, where is this about? We've got a guy that's – we've got a, one person who killed 220-odd people gets out after 11 years. And our biggest problem is three cricketers tampering with a the, with the cricket ball. Go figure. Peter yeah, from
2: Burrell. Yeah, but we're not – it's not the Alan Jones show. So mm. we're not going to go in, even though we're smarter than Alan Jones. Um, so Dave
3: from Toy did say, "Hi, gents." Steve Smith apologized publicly and painfully, and was eventually redeemed. Dave Warner has not, and should never be allowed um, redemption. And the Texas has its um,
2: until he does it.
3: Uh, but until he does it. So yeah. what? So again, I thought he was. I thought, thought he. I thought he was. you know, the, the way that he uh, he fronted uh, the Australian media and the Australian community. Oh. I, I thought he was very controlled.
2: Sats, I agree with that. He First of all, he went to the PA. I think he went to Roxy, Jizanko, Roxy didn't Jizanko, he, and, yeah. and, and organised that. Is it because Steve Steve Smith cried on camera, he gets the opportunity to lead Australia again? So I, I David, don't buy that. But
3: so did Dave, David Warner. So did David Warner. Yeah, I
2: mean, but everyone... And then when he did, when he did say sorry, people said, that's fake. Like the, yeah. Again, I don't like the bloke, but let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Half the people in this country don't like him. They just don't like him. They can't cop him. And I, I feel that that's kind why? of getting in the way. Oh, well, he wasn't the most loved cricketer before Sandpaper Gate. Um, well, you, I mean, you love maybe. Tell me
3: why. The arrogance based on...
2: I don't know. I don't know what way it was. I just couldn't just, cop him. I couldn't cop him. Just the aura
3: him. about him? Is that what...
2: Yeah, just, it was just him. There were not anything in particular, but I couldn't cop him. But... And I still, again, I'll, hand on heart, I'm not the biggest Dave Warner fan, but I, I respect just... respect his cricket, butt. Oh, absolutely I do. Yeah. And I didn't like him as a captain in the one days in New Zealand. He was carrying on like a pork chop. He was carrying on like a pork chop in South Africa. He took the bait from the South Africans when they made comments about his, his wife. Like, just forget it, mate. Just ignore mm. that. that they got a, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like his temper. I didn't like... There was lo- lots of little things.
3: I you didn't have Mark Guy sledging him. <laughs> He'd go to all depths <laughs> to put you off your game.
2: <laughs> anyway, if you've got a fun fact uh, for us, uh, shoot it through to us. Maybe something's a little bit more fun. Radio uh, 0457 736 736 is our number. Hey, we've got to get to a break because on the other side, Casper, the great Queensland quick joins us on Sports Day.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
6: Chase took Tukwaja, one run away from a milestone, and he gets it. Worth the wait for Usman Kawaja on a variety of levels through 2022. He's been dominant for Australia. Four centuries, a fifth 50 here to go with that. In excess of 1,000 test runs at an average of better than 90. He cannot be stopped.
2: Yeah, uh, Uzzy uh, getting his uh, 50 a little bit earlier today and notching up 1,000 test run sats in a calendar year at the Adelaide Oval. The Aussies currently. One for 120. Usman Khawaja, not out, 62. And Labushain, uh 31, not out. A couple of great
3: Queenslanders uh, at the crease at the moment. And another one on can the... I, can I tell you, just before you introduce our, our next guest, and he wouldn't remember this because I was a nobody, but he was a, a frightening fast bowler for Australia yeah. in Queensland. Frightening fast bowler as a high school student at State High as well. I was playing for Nudgee. This is another nudgie story, mate. Yeah. In the Gosh. first 11, and he skittled my in stumps. In the first 11. he skittled my stumps in in the third ball. I'd never been so terrified my entire life. Geez, you work hard. Skid at... marks on my, <laughs> on my whites.
2: Geez, you work hard to get nudgy stories in, don't you, in the show? <laughs> like, oh, geez, I was a good cricketer. Uh, Michael Kasper, <laughs> which is joining us now on Sports Day. Kasper, do you <laughs> remember knocking uh... over... Uh, a very ordinary Scott Sattler in high school
3: cricket. <laughs> he wouldn't remember.
7: Um, oh, I, I can't actually recall that. I, Just I say yes, it, you say yes, Casper. I used to love playing at Ross Oval. No, I yeah, used to beautiful love Oval. playing at Ross Oval. it all had plenty of grass on it. It was fantastic. And yeah, no, my son actually um, go. My both boys actually go to Nudgee College now. There you, go. So, um, there you go. So it's very, very appropriate, of course.
2: Well, I look forward to you getting plugs for Nudgee College in uh, SEN's Big Bash coverage uh, this year. I hear, you. I hear you're joining the team, mate. So it's great to have you on board. Um, let's talk about. We're gonna. We're, this is a David Warner free zone. Just for, can we have a David Warner free zone for five minutes and Absolutely. talk about other stuff? Because there is yep. plenty of cricket going on. How good, uh, Uzi? He's in great form, isn't he, Casper?
7: Oh, and the thing, best part about it is that um, he's, what is he now, about
2: 33,
7: 34 yep. years old? Mm. I think. So the other thing, too, is just seeing him at his absolute peak. As much as oh, I guess we've went, gone down the track of all these pathway systems and you know identifying talent and all that sort of stuff, he's been through the classic you know pathway of, you know, had some talent, obviously, and had a go, then out, then found his way back in. Um, but really, when you relate, him there right now, and what we're seeing him and obviously what he did in Pakistan, was all because of COVID. Mm. Because mm. Travis Head was actually due to play, um, I think it was a year before. Um, yeah, but he couldn't because of COVID. And Usman got the gig and got 100 in that innings, and then I think it was in Adelaide as well, I reckon. And then he got another 100 in other innings, and then all of a sudden he's over the innings and he, there's just no stopping the bloke.
3: Yeah, he was impressive in that documentary, The Test, also, wasn't he? He's so forthright in his beliefs and are willing to to walk through the front door and, and raise some issues. Um, but outside of that, look, let's look at the West, West Indian bowling, Casper, and you're one of the great bowlers. Would it be fair oh. to say it's been poor at best?
7: Well, I think that was my thing. Like growing up, um, and the inspiration for me as a young... Kid that came in and tried to bowl fast, certainly the nudgy blokes over pretenders, um, tried to um, try look, look get inspired by what you saw on TV. I was EK Lilly and we had Jeff Thompson. And, and I was just, you know, that, that was just the, the ideal time. But even when the West Indies came out, and they were here like every year, every second year mm. it felt like, um, and just the inspiration of seeing these fast balls come in, whizzing it through and, just making like tough, I think. That was, that was what was so awesome about them. And I, I guess, oh, look, yeah, you'd, you'd love to see you know, new fast bowlers coming through, bowling fast and all that sort of stuff. And, but unfortunately, the West Indies, it's, it's not quite happening now. Um, I'm, I'm not going to try and find out why. The West Indies is not the case. But what I am looking forward to is South Africa, because they've got some real good quicks coming through.
3: Now Josh Hazelwood was a late scratching today. Um, soreness was the reason, Casper, and uh, we see a lot of this now with you know, the the bowlers that have got a, a heavy workload. Do you think that's more about preparing for South Africa as opposed to to really? I don't want to use the word wasting his time with this second West Indian test.
7: No, I think maybe I think that's possibly it um, in a sports science sort of capacity, but. Um... It's quite funny. In the old days, it would have just been a simple case of just give it a rub. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If it's sore, then just, you know, that's fine. Just get on with it. Uh Give it a rub and get on with it. Mm. And it's interesting, too, because normally, and I know from when I was coming through, yeah, you just wanted to play every single game Mm. because the one you missed or you didn't play was a game that someone else might come in, like a Scott Bowling and... Six for nine, you know, and yeah. those sort of examples, and just whilst you've got the opportunity, just keep going. Well, so that's this, old school.
2: Is this corresponding test last year? Michael Nisa came into the side. He get this, gets the chance again today because because of uh, Hazelwood's late withdrawal. Uh, it's been a year since he's played a test match, but he's a handy cricketer, isn't he, Casper?
7: He's outstanding, um, Michael Nisa. He for Queensland. I think even this year he's got twenty five wickets. Oh, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I saw it somewhere, it might have been 15 or something, um, averaging. um, And just dominating. Um, Sure, Queensland have been doing pretty well, obviously, through that. But I think the other thing he's done is, over the number of years now, he just um, each year, he's I think he's won the Ian Healy best player you know, two, three times. Um, He just dominates every year, but this is for a bloke too who has spent a lot of time on the bench, you know, with the Australian team and right, not the last couple of years anyway, with COVID and the extended squad, they just take him around the whole time just in case you know someone went down. So he always had plenty of people and stock around you. Um, so he's been watching a lot of cricket. Um, and the one place, it's, it's its actually hard to find form in the nets.
4: Mm-hmm. You
7: really only find form when you're out playing and doing all those type things. So oh, look, I'm looking forward to it. He will have prepared himself so well, as he, as he has. And when he's a champion, I know he's going to go well.
3: Yeah, match fitness under fatigue, isn't it? South, South Africa, what are we expecting to see? Earlier on, you know, Jace was talking about many are saying, oh, they're not going to be as good as what they always have been, but South Africa very rarely throw up a, a shoddy opposition, do they? I
7: reckon, I reckon they'll be good. There's, um, we don't get a lot – we don't see them too much yeah. um, out here and not, not sort of, I suppose, for a while. All their young fast bowlers that have come through there, you know, absolutely world-class. Um, there's some good pace there as well, which is going to be exciting. And really, it's going to be... I reckon the whole series will be about the their fast bowls against our batsmen when you talk about, you know, Kawaja and Lava Shane and, and, and Smith and, you know, dominating and, and the way they're playing. If, if they're able to nip them out early and get modest totals, it's going to sort of open up, certainly for the Australians, for the South Africans to, to you know, really make, it, make a stand. But, look... You would think the biggest challenge is when you're actually playing. Well, Test it's all about adapting your skills to suit the conditions. Mm. That's 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 what it's about. And so when you, for Australia, when we go to India or Pakistan, you know, fast bowlers adapting to those conditions. And the same thing when teams come to Australia. In theory, you know, it should be better to play on, but that's our home. We know how to play here. And the Gabba always is a bit of a trap for a lot of teams. Hence the reason why our Record at the Gabba has been ridiculous, you know, so strong for 20 odd years before India beat us a year or so ago. And the reason being is that everyone's got to come and adapt to, you know, for fast balls they come and bowl a fraction short because they get carried away with the bounce, or batsmen, you know, start trying to drive off the back foot and with the extra bounce and get found out. All right, mate.
3: If I got through that third ball, Casper, that day in 1988, I, I <laughs> no doubt would, have, I would, have gone, would I would have gone. I, I would have gone and made a half century, no doubt. It
7: was it was 88, was it? Right. It was 88. No, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you? I, how did, I, did, what, I did score
3: 101 versus Gregory Terrace. Oh, the can you not week.
7: again? Yeah. Nice. I love it. Now. Yeah. Look, I'm flat out remembering yesterday, so I sorry. <laughs> drag out. It's the I only, only decent knock he, he had, that. Casper. That's why he <laughs> he's bringing
2: it up. So. <laughs> Hey, um, um, what that's sort fair of, enough. To as you should. What delivery was it? What 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 got you sats? Was it a good Just length? Pure speed was at that
3: really uncomfortable length, you know? Yeah, right. The first one went up know, around the ears. Up with a short one first Yeah, short <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> first one. Second one was a was the same. Third one, you got me with a yorker.
7: Oh, there you go. Yeah, the you, old know, you know what I love? Mm. You know what I love is um, my son. He's fifteen. Um, he fast bowler. He's taller than me, actually. You know, he comes steaming in and he bowls it. Now, I was thinking it's actually – whether it's a combination of coaching or good parenting, but I just sort of <laughs> suggested it's worthwhile testing out halfway down. And yep. if it's their best batsman, if you put the shit through him,
3: yep. then
7: uh, his mates will give you three stumps to hit. They'll get out of the picture. So, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, for any young kid listening that's in tonight. That's, that's good that's parenting. That's great. That's great. The great cast have <laughs> giving you some free advice here on Sports Day. Hey, mate, we look forward to hearing you on SCN throughout the summer with the Big Bash. And thanks for joining us tonight on Sports Day. Appreciate it.
7: Thanks, guys. Good on you. See
2: Yeah, The great Michael Kasparich. Great. Kawaja
3: given out, and he is challenging the it's call. LB.
2: Yeah. It's a review. Right here. Yeah.
3: Listen, we're going to have
2: to go. Oh, we were going to go to a break, but I've just lost our uh, panel. Jack's just run out of the building. We're going to go to a break. This
1: is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Listen. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome
2: back to the show for expert car service. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Badge on holiday. Sats and Jace are here tonight. Plenty of texts coming through. People want to have their say,
3: Sats, on on Dave Warner, don't they? Yeah, there are. There's one that's come through that's caught my attention, ending in 317. Hey, fellas, I highly doubt Cricket Australia said grab some 100 grade fluoro sandpaper and go for gold. Tampering of some sort has been going on since cricket began. Um... This is more about cheating, not tampering, and you know, there are a lot of our listeners, which we'll get to really soon, uh, Jace, which you know surrounds they should never play again. Now, when you compare it, and we've spoken about this at length uh, on many weeks since that happened in 2018, and when the sanction came down, were lifetime bans, but um, when you compare it to other nations that have been caught, it they pale in significance to us. So, and I think. Faf du has been caught twice and only spent a minimum amount of weeks on the sideline. But do we want to accept that as Australians? Uh, Do we want to hold our sportsmen and women in higher regard than other nations? That's the argument, I suppose, where a lot of our fans think. We don't care what anyone else and the sanctions they get from their governing body. As Australians, we just don't do that.
2: I I think it was because, too, the Prime Minister at the time, Malcolm Turnbull, came out. And he basically called for for hard sentencing. Like, he, he's, you know, he spoke about it really quickly and said, you know, yep. this is not what Australia does. And, you know, and you, you you talk about it. these other players have just gotten a slap on the wrist. Remember, the initial ban from the ICC, I think, was one or two weeks. That was mm. it. Yeah. For using sandpaper. Now, and this he, is... And here we are. Sorry, sorry, Seth. And here we are, four and a half years later, still
3: talking about this. Mm. I know... And it's like the underarm bowl. That was within the rules. You're allowed to do that on Australian soils. Not in England, but you're allowed to do it on Australian soil. And we did something which has humiliated this country still to this day. And we should be humiliated, but it was within the rules. So if I said to you, what's worse? Is the underarm bowl worse or sandpaper? If you'd made to make a choice, Woogie, what would it be? What do you hold in... I suppose in a higher conviction. Uh I I'm more disappointed by Sandpaper Gate. Yeah. Okay, and that's interesting because one, it's illegal, but yet we we won't be we'll still be talking about Sandpaper Gate in twenty years' time, but probably yeah. not to the extent that we still talk about the Underarm Bowl, which was legal. I thought that was fun. <laughs> ask ask one of our colleagues, former great New Zealand wicketkeeper <laughs> Ian Smith, who was the batter that got well, out. was his fault. Before that ball. Don't
2: blame Australia. Blame Ask me Smith. about it. Blame yeah. Ian Smith. Don't blame Trevor Chappell for that delivery. Now, or um, his brother.
3: Glenn Lee, a reality king, before he switches over to the cricket, he said, you better read my text out, Jack. Uh, hey, Justin, what's the date today? Because once again, you are making sense, oh, certainly oh, a lot up. more than Adrian did earlier on a previous show. Well, that's not hard with Adrian. You're, not, you're not going up against someone. I was going
2: to say, now i compared to, I think it's time <laughs> I hang up the my boots, mate. I think I'm done. What else? What, what's everyone got to say about Dave Warner?
3: Uh, we've got... Um, and don't forget, Warner carried on in the corridors outside the dressing room in Port Elizabeth when he reacted to something Quentin yeah, Decox said that. to him. I
2: yeah, mentioned that. It was about Candice Warner. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's against your wife. I
3: mean... Dave from Benora Point? You've got to be bigger than that, right? Oh, you, you can blow up about it but it gets personal. Yeah. But you got to accept it as well because it's just what's been happening in sport for I'd many, tell, many years.
2: Tell, I mean... The moment that I th- I didn't like Dave Warner as a as a leader was he he was captain of a one day series in New Zealand and he was so aggressive he was carrying on like a pork chop and I've gone oh, I don't like that but I will say again I think he's a, he has changed he's calmed down a bit I think age and having kids and all that I think that sort of brings you back down to earth right
3: and you may- know we a lot of our Australian captains have been aggressive in everything they do like Alan Border. Probably one of the most aggressive captains we've ever had. Ian Chappell, highly intelligent, read the game better than anyone, but highly aggressive. Ricky Ponting, in the face of his opposition, all the time fighting for him, for his team. So there's 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 some sensibility about the argument of of Australian captains. They do have that have to have that air of arrogance about them because they're held in such high esteem. Uh, what about high Sats and Woogie Belmont from Clarence? Warner is on the verge of getting dropped. He's 36 and the runs are not coming. He's simply out again today. Yeah, he missed out Discussion around his ability to captain Australia is a moot point. And that's that's the argument. He is 36. It's not just about captaining Australia, though. Can we just get that clear? Well, he's not going to be cleared. He's never going no, to be no, but what, I'm saying, what happened that day. And neither is Peter Hanscom and also Stephen Smith. Well, no, sorry, well, Cameron Bancroft and Peter Smith. Yeah. yeah. You mean Steve Smith. Steve Smith. But Steve Smith is captain. Now, what I'm saying is they're never going to be cleared. So if it's not about being captain and it's about having no, the name
2: cleared. No, no, not of the test
3: team. He, he, he wants to captain the Thunder. As I said earlier on, if the, if the, yeah, I if know. the hearing went ahead, it's an easy solution. Yeah. You're 36. You're not going to captain Australia. Yeah. Get that through your head. I don't, you're a great leader, but we're going to let you captain at domestic level.
2: All right, listen, I've got to go we've got to go to a break. Um, I don't think Ian the builder in Tamworth likes me. Wow, now we've got Harry and Megan Woogie. Warner deserves nothing. Like that's low Can, putting my name alongside Megan. I don't like it. Uh, Warner (laughs) deserves nothing. He's a grub, and I wouldn't read his book if my life depended on it in the Builder in Tamworth. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for your text. Love it. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Keep them coming through if you want to have a say on Warner or anything. Maybe you've got a, a fun fact. There's been another wicket at the Adelaide Oval, three for 131 Smith out cheaply as well. Maybe she he should go. Uh, go You're to ICanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziegler and Brown Barbecue this summer. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badging Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Yeah, the Aussies, 3 for
2: 132. Smith uh, got a duck. Not going well as the skipper, is he? Uh, Labuschagne, 41, not out. Head, one, not out. Stream every NFL game uh, this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Uh, some fun fact. It is, what is it? Fun fact. Ber- it's fun fact Thursday. No, play
3: the Sats one. Fun fact Thursday. Oh, that's so you. We've got uh, one of our listeners has said, listen, I'm no voice analysis, but I know that that ridiculous promo was Sats.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows, mate.
5: Everyone knows except for you. Did you know that reading that out, that's how that ended? hmm <laughs> What? Then why do you deny it? But it's
3: it's not it's not me. But anyway, let's move on. I want you to mock it. Say, I can't mock it because I didn't do it. It's, anyway, yeah. I've got a fun fact Thursday. Right, a Thursday. Thursday, after testing positive for cocaine in Italy oh. in the 1991 World Cup and failing another test during the 1994 World Cup, yep. soccer great Diego Maradona mm. decided to work on hiding the evidence. So in the next World Cup, next time he was tested, he had a prosthetic penis that was How filled full How much fun of, can you have on a Thursday? That is filled full of u- u- someone else's urine – That he used for the test. No. Is that a fun fact? Fun fact Thursday. I knew Jack would like that because he
2: loves his football. Plus he played his own fun fact Thursday then. Uh, Mm. I've got a music fact. I'm keeping mine uh, the same tonight. Rod Stewart hosted the largest ever free concerts.
4: How much fun can you have
2: on a Thursday? In Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. I reckon 4.2 million people attended this free concert of Rod Stewart's.
3: That's a crock.
2: What, why is that a croc?
3: How would anyone have been able to count four point whatever million in the first place? Well, you get or is it. there someone standing at the door with a clicker? Probably. One, two, three, four. Brazilian three.
8: <laughs> what? Five.
3: <coughs> eight, so, um, Brazilian butt lift six. Um, so <laughs> four point whatever million. Four point two million. That's a lie.
2: No, it's a fun fact.
3: No, it's a, it's a ter- terrible lie. That's what it is.
2: I don't think so. I don't think so. At least mine are positive. At least mine isn't about slavery. (laughs) Mine's nice. Hey, listen, uh, Aussies, three for 134. We're going to get to your text messages. Plenty coming in about Davey Warner, as you'd expect today as this story blows up. Uh, Also, coming up on the show soon, hour two will be better than hour one. I promise you. More fun facts. Get them through to us. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Baxter Holtz. Wicketkeeper Keeper for the Sydney Thunder will be joining us as well. The Big Bash kicks off next Tuesday in Canberra. You can catch all the action live via the SEN app. Make sure you download that. Right now, though, break time. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the seven-seat Kia Sorrento, large SUV.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
2: Yeah, hello. Welcome to hour two of Sports Day, your Thursday night edition, and our listeners through the Super Radio Network 104.1 uh, in uh, the tweets. Radio 97, great to have you on board. Plus, our favourite radio station, Sats, so 2HD. That's in, yours. In Newcastle. Mate, well, what's your favourite one? Grafton. From... Oh, 2GF. Yep. The Grafton Ghosts. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was another big rugby league team there. I always. Jeff Grafton. Yeah, I was a Bunny. Enemies. I was at Bunnings once, and this, this girl came up and helped us. Said, she goes, "Ah, oh, I asked her a question. She goes, oh, I don't know much about that. Um, my mum does, though. I'm going, right. She's going to go, but she's in Grafton. I'm going, okay, well, that doesn't help me right now with uh, you know, some advice on this. And I go, ah, Grafton Ghost. She goes, no, the other team. i have going, mm. oh. I'm just trying to make conversation back backfired, like I'm do- trying to do now. Big out of the show <laughs> coming up. Chris Nelson's got some tips uh, in Queensland for us for this weekend. Um, fun Fact Thursday. I'm going to throw another one at you. Musical, uh, sets since you didn't like yep. my last one, 2016. Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce. Fun
3: fact, fact Thursday. Yep. That's more of a what or that's that's got all of our... It's a fun fact, mate. It's It's got actually all what? of our... But yeah, it's got all of our... Um, our segments throughout the week covered in that once. <laughs> Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce. In Come on, that's ridiculous. In that 2016. Oh, in 2000, not up to 2016. No, in, in two, 2016. Wow. So that that's is true. a fun fact. That is ridiculous.
2: We'll take more of your text too. Dave Warner, Hot Topic tonight, 0457 736, 736. Have you watched Harry and Meghan yet? I won't watch it. I yeah, refuse re- to watch it. Right.
3: My wife will. Mm, I won't so,
2: watch it. So what, what? are they doing? They're just getting on there and just slagging off the royal family. Is that all they're doing?
3: Hundred million dollars, and then Harry's got his own documentary. I think got him about another twenty or thirty. So they're so, using they're using
2: the royal family to to make money, and just slag them off. Is that
3: is that is that how it. it is? Is anyone they didn't watched want to live it? the public life, but <laughs> yet they're being very public? Hey, can I just say really quickly? I love watching all. There's a lot of Um, games during the preseason NRL games they're going back in time 1994 Parramatta versus St George Dragons at Parramatta Stadium this is Gordy Tallis I think he might have been his second year of first grade and look at some of the great players Michael Butner can you remember Michael Butner Mm -hmm. he was a good player Michael Butner he now lives on the central coast he's a tremendous player great seeing some of the old players Chuck Heron on the wing with his the uh, awkward goal kicking stance that he had I've got another fun fact Babe Ruth, one yep. of the greatest uh, baseball players of all time, he wore a cabbage leaf under his under his cap to keep him cool, and he no. changed it every two innings. That's it's a, fun fact Thursday. See, that's a what? That's not a. It's like that's what? A, that's
2: a yeah. That's a fact. No, it's a. what. It's like what? What did he do? You do? Mm-hmm. So always cabbage, never an iceberg lettuce. Cabbage. In case you couldn't get cabbage,
3: if there was a I've cabbage shortage, one. what? Go on. Three thousand cows it yeah. takes to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs.
4: How much fun can you have on a Thursday?
3: Three thousand cows. Hmm.
4: What, what happens? That's quite
3: sad.
2: Okay, so they take the skin off it. What do they do with the rest of it? Is that is that the hamburgers in the stands
3: or what? It must be. Yeah, it must be share like the rump steak that you'll eat tonight. <laughs>
2: 0457 736 736 If you've got a fun fact, um, coming up real soon, Baxter Holt, wicket keeper for the Sydney Thunder, will be joining us. Uh, text machines blowing up still about Warner. G'day, boys. My son coaches Dave Warner's two eldest girls at tennis. And he was saying when Dave brings the girls to coaching, he picks the balls up, and after they finish their lesson, Dave says, thank you. When Candice brings the girls, it's the same. Craig was saying they are fantastic people to deal with. Regards, Will, at ranwick Thanks, Will. There's a different side. That's good text, Will. Yeah. yeah. You've,
3: you always want to hear the other side as well, the good experience that people have with, you know, with people who are in the limelight. Dave Warner's in the limelight. So, you know, we're always intrigued about what people are like away from the sporting field or away from the cameras so that's, that's a good if,
2: text if the allegations that were made on scn this afternoon with uh jimmy uh, are true by um by Erskine. his manager but yeah um, yeah uh steve from dubbo saying if he was protecting others he's to forever remain silent that's the choice he made you're either staunch or you're not but how long does that last for when you keep getting, in your own view, in your own view, when you keep getting shafted, how long do you say stay staunch for?
3: Mm. Well, that's the question. It is, it is, it is admirable in a lot of quarters that you do remain staunch, and internally there may be some other players or officials that are who are, you know, tiptoeing through the tulips at the moment, hoping that. David Warner, who is his manager, don't expose people who are allegedly involved. I mean, we don't have any evidence. All we hear is accusations mm. and circumstantial evidence and hearsay evidence that other people are involved. If he knows that people are involved and he's willing to verbalise live today on SEM with Jimmy Smith, come out and and protect your client. Don't let your client take all the all the load. I wouldn't even, be doing it. I, even if David yeah, Warner doesn't want him to do it, as his manager, protect your client.
2: You know what I reckon? And I said it to you before, and, and I, people probably don't agree with this, but do it in your own time. And if you want to do that around a, a pay, you know, a handsomely paid interview or a, or a, a book deal, because it's too late now, then go for it. Do, oh. do whatever you want to do. BJ from Port Macquarie, their cheats shouldn't be playing cricket at all. I'm assuming, BJ, you mean... The three players that were
3: involved in that. Uh, text her about Casper, Sats. Yeah, can you tell Casper he had the worst average of any Aussie bowler to take a hundred Test wickets. That doesn't matter. Stats man on three one five, he took a hundred Test wickets. It's not a bad effort, is it? The yeah. second worst to Nathan Lyon, but he's the goat. Not that's Jay, Jay from, from Jay the, Gold the Gold Coast. Coast. Wow. Sorry, I'm just a stats man. Well, Nathan, Nathan Lyon. I've got to ask, I want to ask Michael Kasperwitz this about the drop-in wickets. Now, not every nation drops in wickets, of course. Australia are now renowned for it. Are we going to see the um, the decline of the spin bowler coming out of Australia? Because with the drop-in wickets now, they don't have the ability to break up and some well, oh, nice they're still the turning, turn all right, mate. They get well, a bit more bounce. Nathan Nathan Lyon got eight wickets in the last Test match, so mm, let's talk um, to the. Actually, we've got Baxter Holt
2: from the Sydney Thunder. Uh, he's the wicketkeeper. He's on. He's on the line right now. Baxter, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Uh, are you seeing? I mean, are you seeing any difference between drop-in pitches and 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 naturally grown grown pitches for that? So, like the old SCG pitches. You seen any difference?
3: He doesn't even want to answer you. Baxter doesn't agree with you. (laughs)
2: Hello, Baxter, are you there? Please answer me. Leave me hanging here. No, he's not there. He's not there at the moment. We'll come back to Baxter in just a moment. I reckon they can make those pitches so good, Satch, that they can
3: almost replicate a natural pitch. So ones with cracks the size of the Grand Canyon in them that players like Warren and Nathan Lyon and co. would love to be hitting?
2: Yeah, I would not Yeah, not with cracks that you'd lose the ball. I mean, or, the or speed, bowlers, loses the speed bowlers
3: love it. They absolutely love it. I mean, there's a lot of green tops that are coming out as, as the drop-in wickets, and um, and as a batter, you've got to be yeah, – you've got to battle all the elements. You, once upon a time, you battled all the elements. Are you battling all the elements now? Yeah. Well, yeah. It
2: is, it's a batsman's game now, right? Yeah. It, it is heavily because people want to – do people want to go to the cricket – and see ten wickets for bugger all, or do they want to go and see you know four hundred runs scored in a day?
3: They want to see Baxter Holt taking continuous amount of catches right behind the stumps. That's what they want to do in the BBL this year. <laughs>
2: right and stumpings. Mm. Is he on the line now? Is he Jack? Is he there now? Have we got Baxter? Hello, Baxter. No, he doesn't want to talk to us. Mm. Doesn't know what talk. Fun. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree with your <laughs> view on David Warner. Well, what would you? No, seriously, what would you rather?
3: Like when Warner bowling, I want to see Warner take no. eight for sixty. No, really. Opposed to Ricky Ponting t- hitting a double century, and that's how powerful he was. Warner had the ability to make bowling sexy again. Sexy. Well, spin bowling because, you know, they've always been the, the poor redheaded cousin haven't they, the the spin bowlers? They've never been applauded like the likes of Lily Thompson and um, they're great, great fast
2: bowlers. Luke from Southport's just hit us up on the text. Hey, boys, not sure Warner needs to blow the whistle just for a book deal. Now, that's me suggesting this, by the way. I'm not saying it's happening. Mm. It's not like he hasn't been paid well by Cricket Australia for the last 10 years. What, five to 10 million? He should do what's right. So Luke's suggesting he should just keep quiet on it. And that's Keep of course. If, that's of if course. Other people were involved, you know. Again, this is just one man's view, right?
3: Now, his manager has, yeah, you know, he's opened a can of worms today with his comments on SCN with Jimmy Smith. He's opened a can of worms that's going to re- require more questions. Questions from Cricket Australia: What officials were involved? If you are saying there are other players or possibly officials involved instructing our players to conduct themselves in this way, we want to know who they are. And if he wants to remain silent. Well, that's, you know, that's his prerogative. But, you know, don't raise the issue with the ability not to follow it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mick from Toowoomba
2: just got home, turned you guys on. And the problem with Davey is, and every other elite sportsman of his generations, they have lived in a bubble from an early age, told how good they are, and never told no earning a very comfortable living. But not in line with the average putter who puts in every day just to pay the mortgage and to pay them, watch them, unlike earlier stars where he grew up who were still probably had a day job. Well, they did. A lot of the sports people, even when you when you started playing rugby league, you had day Our jobs. Our year,
3: the year, the 2004, sort of 2005 retiring year were the, the last players that sort of, they were semi, semi-professional semi where we had to have a job and train in the afternoon. And then around 96, 97, the game went professional and and you couldn't have a job outside of those hours. So... And yeah, there's a lot of people that believe that there still should be that model for particular players—the the ones that are still trying to find their feet in first grade, guys that have played less than fifty or sixty first grade games. Should they be, should they be asked or instructed to maybe go and work one or two days a week no. as well? No, that's well, not going to happen. It's no, it's never going to happen. But it's always a, a debate that's raised. Is it, you know, a, a, a professional players now that are coming straight out of school into full time? Rugby league environments are they losing touch with reality? What's right and wrong outside that, not the COVID bubble, but the sporting bubble. I reckon that bubble's
2: been around a bit though. Sats, particularly like the Australian cricket team's always been the biggest sporting team in Australia. It's it's yes. our only national team. It's you know, they've always said that if you're captain of Australia, it's the second most important position to the Prime Minister. Some people would argue the way politics have gone for the last twenty years is probably even bigger than being the Prime Minister. But i think I think they've always been in a bubble and the jobs that those players had, they're always pretty easy, like sales rep jobs, you know, like for cigarette companies or big, you know, beer companies, stuff like that, you know what I mean? So they weren't really they weren't really working hard. Mm. Uh, rugby league players definitely in 70s and 80s. And we talk about it too. We love watching those old games on Fox where it says such-and-such such player, plumber. Sellerman. Sellerman. Yeah. You know, or, or uh, garbo, or garbologist, I should say. <laughs> you know, so you get all of those. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. A guy I worked with in shipyards, this is from Toronto, Rod, did what Maradona did, and the tester asked if it was his. He said, yes the tester said you would be dead as the tests have a temperature
3: gauge in them. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because I, uh, I performed a lot of, uh, tests after games where they stand there and they watch you. And back then they didn't obviously in, in the football soccer world, but, uh, they sit there and actually watch you, uh, while you yeah, give your test into a, into a, um, into the, the test tube. Um, but, uh, Never did I ever see a temperature gauge in there.
2: Yeah, no. And if that's coming out of you, you know what.
3: Yeah. Uh, choose Termidor, Australia's most
2: trusted termiticide. It doesn't look like we're having any luck with the phones with uh, Baxter. It's not Baxter's fault. Something's uh, going on with our phones here. So uh, we'll take more of your text in uh, just a moment. I'll give you another musical fact.
3: I've got uh, another sa- fun fact what? as well from one of our best listeners. But you go you go first. be from the Spice Girls...
2: Mm. is the catchiest song of all time. My (laughs) fact that. Yeah, group of researchers in 2014 from the Museum of Science, so it's real, in England released an online test and it was called Hooked on Music and that came back as the most famous and most catchiest song. It's got some of the worst
3: lyrics ever. You can't understand what they say in one portion of the song. I want to get Jack to get a bit of a, some audio he goes, Oh, I tell you what bit... I want, what
2: I really want Zigger, zigger, zigger eye yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah,
3: you don't even know what they say. They're just dribblers. Who cares? That are very rich. Now, <laughs> back in no, uh, two thousand, late two thousand six, there was a there was a poll that was um, conducted amongst university students, and the most catchy song that universities loved was "Who Do Gurus." That's why uh, Miss Free Love. Oh was yeah, the catchiest great song, song among amongst university students.
2: The Hooter yeah. Gurus were massive in the US in uni circles. Massive rugby league fans, too. Are they? South and
3: Cronulla fans, yeah. Yeah, there you have it. Dave uh, have Faulkner, you, a massive have, Cronulla fan.
2: Uh, Jack's got it here. Jack's just whipped out his iPod yeah uh, with the Spice Girls in it. and uh, you play that line?
3: I wanna
4: really, really, really want a zigzag.
2: If you want a zigzag If you really, really want a uh, zigzag eye, it's not mm-hmm. pie.
5: What? I, I've got a suggestion. What? I think it's I really, 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 really want a Ziglar. It's about what? the barbecues. Oh. Yes. I want to see barbecue. yes, I love what
3: you've done there, Jack. Well
5: done. Make, sure we, yeah. <laughs> make sure
2: we send that. You sales. make sure we send that to Ziglar and Brown. Really, as well, really, so really.
3: Can you play it again? I, we might hear Ziggler there. Can you just mm. say it again? Play it again. Um.
2: He's like he's got to get his iPod out again.
3: Cooking a Ziglar, yeah. That was good.
2: Yeah, right here. Luke's text, uh no, by do what's right. I don't know what's going on with the text machine either.
3: No, he's talking about before what he means by what what is right. Okay. He's speaking out that now mean, about the facts.
2: That might mean speaking out now about the facts. Money is irrelevant. Everyone knows in the heart what is right. Yeah, no, look I, I it's only me saying that I wouldn't I wouldn't give a cricket Australia anything. I mm. would just hold back and, and monetize it now. Did you end
3: it, up reading the Tim Payne book?
2: Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I haven't read all of it, but I've started. I just I had to finish a John Grisham novel first. Wow.
3: Um, fun fact well, what's Adrian, what's the wow for? What's the wow for? Um, fact, fun, fun fact number one from Adrian two of my ancestors were popes. Lie. Uh, fun fact two only ever lost one arm wrestle, and that was against my dad, who was never beaten. Lie. Fun fact three I've met King Charles when he was Prince Charles. That's a lie. Mm. Fun fact four: I did sixteen thousand push-ups, including a one-day personal best of twelve hundred, mm. across twenty-one days to raise money for charity. I, I think that might be, I think that might be realistic. Uh, fun fact five: Went on the Chase Australia and missed out on the hundred percent guaranteed eleven thousand dollars.
2: Right, I, I'm calling, I'm calling BS. BS on a couple of these because uh, I've the charity
3: never, one. I believe the I've never
2: known an account an accountant to win an arm wrestle. Have you? No. No.
3: No. So My son's an accountant. He wouldn't win an arm wrestle. I'm not saying anything.
2: Uh, this is Sports Day. Oh, by the way, uh, we just did that segment. Uh, and Baxter, uh, hopefully we can get him on soon. If you're not asking for Termidor, you're asking for trouble. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted term- termiticide. Is there anything else? Or can we go to a break?
3: We got- Steve just said, who cares if wanna picks up tennis balls? <laughs> I
2: don't think Steve likes him. This is, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. A
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
3: Conway, to bell. And now oh, that is a beautiful catch there from Baxter Holt. One-handed diving to his right. Woo! And just done it in extraordinary fashion here, David.
1: What a one-handed snare by Baxter Holt. The debutant has six catches. Ah,
2: uh, the crowd going nuts. Now, I'm assuming that was during COVID times, right? Why well, there was no crowd there, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds okay, like it. Uh, Baxter, I think we're. I'm praying to baby Jesus that we've got him on the line this time. Baxter, are you there? You've
6: got me. You've how, finally got me.
2: How good's that? We've had to rewire the tin cans and we finally, finally got you, mate. Sorry about that stuffing around. That's okay. all right. hey, no problem
6: at all.
3: Before we get into the, the nitty gritty, can I ask Baxter? Is it a good now, question? Now, there's um, a family that I know that named all their children after where they were conceived like Byron, Sydney, uh, those sort of... But Baxter, were you named after Will Ferrell's pet dog, Baxter, out of Anchorman? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I've got this a fair bit, um, whether you believe it or not. But no, I wasn't apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure where the name Baxter came from, but I'm pretty lucky to have it. because Besides Will Ferrell's dog, there's not many Baxters going around. I'm
2: surprised, <laughs> I'm surp- yeah. I'm surprised you've had that question before, really. Uh, mm. That catch that we heard... That was you and your Sheffield Shield debut back in uh, 2019. As you heard, six catches, which was a record in the first innings, setting a new record for a debutant. Uh, Jesus, mate, you started off well. You you could only go down from there.
6: Yeah, and I have. No, i <laughs> um, you No, know, I definitely set the bar a, a lot higher than what I should have. Uh, no, it was a nice day. The bowlers did their job and I just got a catch at the end of the day. So I was lucky I had the bowlers that, Managed to nick all
3: the batsmen off. Now you're you're returning after a, a back injury, so you know, back injuries, um, especially when you're young, that's you know it's really hard to recover from. Get that, to get that comfort back in your in your daily life? How's that coming along?
6: Yeah, that's really good um, now, which has been really nice. Had the year out, learned a lot about myself as well, and took a lot of a lot of pressure off my cricket game, which has been nice. And to come back the last couple of years and do as well, I've. I have been, obviously I'd like to be doing better, but I feel a comfort in my game at the minute, which is a feeling that I didn't think I'd have for a very long time. So although it was a dark time and I would want to still have been playing cricket, it's a blessing in disguise for
3: I'm interested, I'm always interested in the psyche of sportsmen and women, and it's interesting you say that back to you, you learn a lot about yourself. Was that more about your game or just more about you yourself emotionally, psychologically?
6: No, more myself, psychology um not putting so much pressure on myself to play cricket at the end of the day we're very lucky in what we do that we grew up dreaming of having the opportunity to play cricket for our state for our country and for that dream to really come through you've put so much pressure on yourself to keep achieving those things keep being perfectionist that got you to where you are but a sport like cricket you're going to fail more times than you don't so to be able to reassure yourself that yeah what you're doing is important um, but you've also got a family outside of that and people that cheer about you. No matter
2: how good or bad you do it, they cook it. Yeah, absolutely. I heard it described today and I thought it was quite quite well done. Um, the Big Bash has the longest pre-season than any other sport in Australia. Mm. You're back for about two months. Uh, you guys will kick off the season Tuesday night uh, in Canberra against the Stars. Before we talk about that... Uh, you got a fan day this Saturday in Parramatta at Prince Alfred Square. Is that right?
6: Absolutely, we do, and we're all very looking forward to meeting some fans after what's been a tough couple of years away from
2: Yeah, it's going to be different. How was that? Yeah, you know, was that challenging as a player to get yourself up for those games with no fans or, or, or limited crowds?
6: Yeah, it's definitely challenging, especially that time of year. You're away from your family and loved ones on Christmas and New Year's, and you're stuck to a hotel, and it's just it's never a pleasant feeling, but at the end of the day, we gave people an escape from their reality. And for three hours a night, we were able to provide that to people that were stuck at home and were stuck doing things that they didn't want to do. And lucky for us, we were still able to do a job and provide that for people.
2: Did you have to share a room with any other player when you were in that? No, one? We had single
6: rooms, oh, which thank was good. God. They didn't want COVID spread around, so we all get our thing. Um, and so for that. Those couple of months, which were nice.
3: That would do my head in being in a room by myself. I've always got to have someone to talk to. Now, um, there's been some 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 exciting players coming in for this year's BBL for, with other other clubs as well. And so there's been some changes of big names. Um, Chris Lynn, of course, going to Adelaide. Uh, Billings going to the to the heat. There's some players that are that you're excited about playing against this
6: year. Well, yeah, I think the Big Bash is such a good tournament because of those players that we have in both that come from overseas and the ones that come from here as well. Um, I'm very lucky that I'm not a bowler in this tournament because mm. some of the names that are in it this year, I'm scared to death at what they might do to the bowlers. But lucky for us, we've got Alec Hayles who continues to show his class and see what he did in the World Cup. Oh, he's outstanding, proud yeah. of him. So that was incredible for him. And then Riley Russo as well. it's j- a tough one for our bowlers.
3: Now, Jace uh, Baxter's a man that's close to my heart because he's studying criminology at uni. Which you love this stuff, don't which you? Which I'm, yeah, studying as well at UNE. Um, are you studying what, that as well? Yeah, I've, I, I I've done that. three units. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've done the criminal justice system. I've done deviance. I've done victimology. Deviance is my favourite so far. Um, Baxter, what, what are you loving about criminology? Uh, well, I, I'm doing a
6: bachelor of psychology, um, and criminology oh, okay. was the subject I did. I yep. did last semester, um, it's incredible. Um, the way people's mind works and the power of someone's mind um, that can lead them to doing either really good things or really bad things, it's fascinating to think how strong that is and that it can let us do whatever we do. Um, but, no, I'm loving both the psychology degree but also the criminology aspects too. It just shows that the other end of the spectrum.
3: You start trying so- to read... Start trying to try read your teammates about some of their behaviours. <laughs>
6: so, can I just... I no, so, don't want to be doing that, that's for sure. <laughs> the
2: less you know, the better. So, does this mean that you'll exactly. be, like, hunting down serial killers when you when your cricketing days are over?
6: Mindhunter. Oh, well, that's a great TV
0: show
6: for mm. anyone that hasn't watched it. Um, but, no, I'd definitely go down the psychology route, whether that be clinical or in schools. schools. Um, I'll probably stick away from sports psychology just because the 15 years I've already had him.
4: <laughs> professional people,
6: hopefully, by then. Um, but I've also got aspect if I need it. So hopefully give back what I can and also help people be a bit happier okay. in their lives. Yeah, nice.
3: Okay, I'm going to put you on the spotlight here. This is the uh, Sports Day Blowtorch. A uh, few questions, uh, give your answers, and also a brief just, uh, brief um, reply on why you would pick these players. Okay, you be got, nervous. You've got two tickets, Baxter, to the best event in the world. Let's say it's Super Bowl for argument's sake. You've got one ticket, and you can only take one other player. Who gets that other ticket?
6: Ooh. Oh, yeah, selling me down the river here. Um, <laughs> one other player. Well, Jason Sanger's just been named the captain, so yeah. I'm to have to say him. You suck. Yeah,
3: good choice. Good choice. Whoa. I like that. What
6: a brown noser.
3: What teammate <laughs> would you like to put on mute for 24 hours?
6: <laughs> Imagine it's <if you're> Andrew. <laughs> Jeez, you didn't have to think about that, did you? Yeah. thought. Yeah, I <laughs> thought at all. Hang on. Uh, yeah, Nathan. No,
3: okay, what teammate, if they had to tell a joke for your life and they had to make your killers laugh, who's the teammate that could oh. do
6: that? I reckon Alex Hayles, but I so don't have to tell a joke. I think he's just got to be him for a day and <laughs> anyone would laugh at <laughs> some of the stuff that he says. So I think him.
3: Okay, last one. If if there's a player that you would trust to walk your sister home because there's no Ubers or no taxis oh, around, but there's a player that says, hey, listen, I'm just here. I'm going to walk your sister home. What player would you trust?
6: Wow, yeah. um, This
2: is discerning, isn't
6: it? Wow, that is concerning. They're just all grubs at the, at the <laughs> <fans>. <laughs> Who was that? I'm just feeling to just the Stan fans. Okay, there
3: all you go. He goes to the top of the order. I would have said uh, the
6: skipper
2: again. Just <laughs> <Yep>. double, <laughs> double brown nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah, probably. Um, no, there's a few of
6: them, but I reckon Dan, Dan, the top of the order. There
3: you go. I do think you described all the uh, all your teammates as dirt bags. Yeah. By not not coming up with an answer straight away. I know.
6: Hey, I, I didn't say anything. No, everyone's good. <laughs>
3: Who's
2: the best of the get worst? Yeah, to know each other. Maybe. Yeah, like, <laughs> the best of the worst. Yeah, who's the best of? Don't worst? answer, that. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, answer no. that. Hey, mate. Good luck no. uh, with the fan day this Saturday in Parramatta, at Prince Alfred Square. Um, go to the Sydney Thunder uh, website for for more info on that. And of course, good luck uh, with the first game. I can't wait. I was with Sats and I was just talking earlier tonight. I love watching Test cricket all day, and then the Big Bash at night. It's like a de- yep. good. It's like a good dessert after a good steak. So, can't wait for the Big Bash to kick off with you guys against the Stars next Tuesday in Canberra, mate. Thanks for being patient and getting on the air tonight, Baxter Holt from the Thunder. Best of luck, mate. Great stuff.
6: Thanks, Gents. Really appreciate it. Have a good night.
2: Yeah, you too. There we go. Great young bloke. We've spoken to him before. Sats. So yep. He is one of the most intelligent. Big Bash cricketers there are in the competition, you know that.
3: So if they had a sale of the century of BBL players, yeah. would Baxter halt be on that?
2: Oh, absolutely. And he'd pick the home viewer. Even though there was, there'd was be like $5 behind it, he'd just still pick the home viewer. Can nice. you remember how
3: much the sale of the century contestants used to start on? Uh, $20. $20, yeah. Why? Don't know. Oh, well, it's embarrassing
2: well, if you go minus. Go negatives, yeah, yeah true. It's about- And the home viewer, if he, sorry, if you got... Ah, uh, the pick of the board. What was the top dollar? Two
3: hundred? No, uh, fifty dollars. Uh, it was twenty five, wasn't, was wasn't it? Uh, it was it twenty five? Was it? You think you might be
2: right? Someone will clarify that for us. Radio uh, Robson Civil Projects it would be a great place to work. Sixty years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of lifetime. Quickly before we go to a break, football is here with forty dollar family passes available to the Izuzu Ute A League. Men, T's and C's apply. Jack, they're back.
5: What's happening this week oh, in the A-League? Oh, I'm excited, boys. Can I quickly say, Jack, can I quickly
3: say, Steve has said tonight's show has been outstanding. On the back of an outstanding week, pure radio gold. He always – he texts us, well done every night, Steve, so thank you for that. I'm impressed with show. Jack's input. Although limited, it's always quality.
5: Thank you, mate. That's very, that's very kind, of you. Well, very kind that's, of you. that's
3: that's a really good point. If we give too
2: much, Jack, then it won't be quality. Is that right?
5: Well, I mean, it depends. Mm. You know what it's it's best not to find out it's best just to keep going on on a high. Yep. So yes the uh the A League is back and this is great obviously everyone's got football fever. Hopefully we get the crowds out which will be great especially with some of the the legends returning. Uh Brisbane Roar kicking off tomorrow uh 7:45 uh New South Wales time against Adelaide United. Obviously Craig Goodwin uh plays for Adelaide United. Don't think he'll be playing tomorrow. I imagine that give him a, a, or at least a week break.
2: Geez, I hope mm-hmm. football. Australia, it's Football Australia, isn't it?
5: Yes. I hope
2: they take advantage of the World Cup and really start pumping the A-League.
5: I am so stoked you said Football Australia instead of Soccer Australia. Exactly. Well, not called Soccer. All, no, all last week you called it Soccer Australia. And exactly. It was like knives on a, char- I was a witness, chalkboard. Honestly. I said the Socceroos, mate. So arrogant. You said Soccer Australia. It's like <laughs> the, it, it's Shut the, up, The, you. the actual organisation name is called Football Australia. But yes, anyway. Well, why is the national team called Soccer Ruse. Uh, That's a great point. Change it. Look, big game on Saturday as well Sydney FC versus Melbourne City FC. That one will be a good one. Uh, We've also got a good battle between Central Coast Mariners and Newcastle Jets on Sunday. Uh, Looking at the table at the moment, yeah, looking pretty good. Melbourne City are up top. Uh, Western Sydney on second as well. Uh, but obviously, now that there's the bye with so many teams, uh, it'll be interesting to play. So, obviously, Brisbane Raw are in ninth, but they did have a bye uh, at the last round. So, hopefully, they can uh, jump up there. As a Brisbane Raw fan, I know that's not uh interest. Will you be going uh, to Morton Daly? Well, the issue is we've got our Christmas party.
2: You better not leave the Christmas party early. Well,
5: that's my thing. I mean, I think you I'll, should,
3: Jack. Really? Thanks, Sats. Yeah, well, it's your love. It's your love. Football is your love. You don't care about us. You care about
5: Yeah, I football, care about so. being employed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you've got to put but up a good you, showing. It's
3: like anything. You, as long as you turn up and you can converse with people for oh, an on. hour and a half, eight, if, then you can if, bail if out. I'm the, is... the greatest backdoor bailer out well, well, of well, all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be a, a
2: backdoor. Where's, where's Oprah? What? Yeah. You, can't, you can't leave early tomorrow night, tomorrow,
5: the Christmas party, because I'm getting a lift home with you. Yeah, mm. but can I also throw up Sats? And I want to
2: get a gut full before I go home.
5: <laughs> sats, if your teammate yes. rocked yep. up to an end-of-season thing and everyone's having a great time and then they're like, oh, I'm just going to duck out after an hour, you'd be filthy.
3: That's what I do. I always used to I've got to go get some money out of the ATM. It wouldn't see me for dust. It's
2: sats, smoke, Bob. But work's paying for it. See, the one advantage we've got tomorrow is because your wife's not driving. So you've got to peel her away from the bar, <laughs> don't you?
3: She didn't talk to me the other night for a while. Oh, all right, we've got to hey, get to just a break, on, but just on the, uh, did on the, text in. Just on the A-League, um, I'm looking forward to watching one of our soccer stars who didn't get a lot of game time, the Grey Wiggle, Andrew Redman. He's with Sydney FC, isn't he? Mm, yep. Yeah.
2: All right. Yep. Got to get to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, keep your texts coming through from McDonald Jones Homes.
1: This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this summer
2: certainly is and this man's got all the news ahead of a, another big weekend of racing chris nelson hello
8: jace sats yeah massive weekend uh, in queensland racing the fourth saturday of our winter carnival so I keep saying winter summer carnival guys tell us about saturday's racing eagle farm saturday we have uh, the gateways the feature race race number 8 now the winner of the gateway gets a golden ticket into next year's Group 1 Stradbroke Handicap, which has had a uh, prize money increase up to $3 million. So plenty of uh, horses will be looking to get that golden ticket come Saturday afternoon at 5.32 or 4.32 local time, 5.32 for those in the southern states. We've got the listed just now for the fillies and mares. We've got the listed bribery handicap for the sprinters. And a couple of really important two-year-old races. It's now that things start to really heat up, heading towards the Magic Millions. We get some interstate influence into these uh, two-year-old races. We've got the Feelin' Ready and we've got the Callaway Girl. The Feelin' Ready for the males and the Callaway Girl, obviously, for the females. So looking forward to all of those races.
3: Now, uh, Chrissy, can, I, can you please educate me about the Magic Millions two-year-old classic, uh, the ballot order? Right. So a very good friend of mine has got a stake in infatuation. And he said, our horse is currently yep. number one on the ballot order for Magic Millions. So does that mean that Infatuation is actually in the Magic Millions?
8: I think they'd be pretty hard uh, to keep Infatuation out of it because the thing is it's all to do with prize money earned. And Infatuation's had two start sats, and one of those starts was a second-place finish in a $1 million race. So his total prize money is $195,000 out of his two starts, and that's why he's number one. And I would say that he is guaranteed to start in the Magic Millions. Mm. there you go is that good sats works you happy with that
3: i'm happy right yeah. keep that makes sense yeah i'm gonna keep talking to him see how it's training see how it's preparing
2: radio and yeah. and you won't understand a word he's saying <laughs> probably not no <laughs> he can no. tell you
3: anything no, no. hey chrissy actually while i got you quickly are there do horses get bad eyesight
8: <laughs> oh, i don't so, know I, I, I a carrots horse. how can what?
3: they yeah true True. I just don't know, where they, you know when they wear goggles and things like that. Are they prescription <laughs> goggles? Yeah, so, so you can see far-sighted or shorts.
2: Don't you get two for the price of one at Specsavers?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's right mm. for
8: yours. Yeah, I don't know if they make them. I've never seen a... I've, Mr. Ed used to wear glasses in some of those episodes. Jimmy. So, True. yes, maybe they do have bad eyes. Oh, yeah.
2: mm. Okay, can I bring it back to sensibility? Uh, tips for this weekend.
8: Tips for this weekend. The Gateway, race eight, number eight, Mimi Lagarde, I think, can win again. Uh, she needs a good track, although it uh, might be raining in certain places at the moment. Uh, come race time, the track at Eagle Farm should be uh, dry, so Mimi Lagarde can win again. Race eight, number eight. Jace, your horse, race seven, number two, shooting for gold is back. You'll be hey, pleased to know, you beauties. So, uh, he's yeah, he trialed at uh, Deegan recently, trotted in there as he should have against inferior opposition, but he looked pretty good. Any um, any good first up? Saturday. Any good first up? Yes, he is. Okay, he's got a very good first up record. He raced well in Melbourne during the spring. Uh, He's well placed. I think he'll be winning. Race 7, number 2. And just another one I'll throw in. Race 5, number 6, Logan Street Lion. Jimmy Orman, Chris Waller combined here. Goes to 1,600 metres. And I think that's what this horse is looking for now. So I think uh, he can be back with confidence as well. So race 5, number 6, race 7, number 2, and race 8, number 8.
2: All right. The Queensland Summer Racing Carnival takes centre stage once again this week. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.
1: Thanks, Nelson. Thank you, guys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it.
2: It's Sats and Jace here tonight. New Farm Australian Through and Through. If you're listening in Tamworth on 2TM, your Friday looks like this 27 on a mostly sunny day with a chilly night tonight. Eight degrees formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian Through and Through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
3: Part of my bucket list, Jace, to go to Tamworth uh, Country Music Festival.
2: Well, you got to do something with those chaps you bought last Christmas.
3: I know. And my Ringers Western boots. My cowboy hat.
2: Did you, you didn't get those chaps, though, from Ringers Western, did
3: you? Yeah, they got yeah, chaps from there.
2: Did you? But you know you got to mm. wear pants with those chaps.
3: Yeah, well, I was inspired by village
2: people. <laughs> You know Bruce Jenner was in Village People? No, I didn't know that. Greyhounds yeah. as pets finding homes. How much from, fun can
4: you have on a Thursday?
2: Incredible greyhounds. Hey, quickly, some text before we go, because I'm picking the song to finish the show with tonight. Go for it.
3: Okay, uh, this is still in relation to Australian cricket. Um, Nick, uh, sorry, Sporty Gav, I should say. I apologise, Sporty Gav. Who remembers how weak the Aussie team was back in the mid-80s? Alan Border was in, was with a bunch of amateurs thanks to Kim Hughes-led Rebel Tours and the retirements of Lily Marsh and Ciapelli. Yeah, they were. We went through a, a bad period there, didn't we, um, with the yeah, Rebel Tours yeah, to South yeah. Africa. And yep. um, Alan Border was, was the man who is was the perfect man, a little bit like Justin Langer as, as the coach for Australia. He came in at the most perfect time.
2: All right, some more fun facts. Oh, they're from Adrian. Oh, I won't worry about that. We won't worry about that. There were
3: um, five Marx brothers, yeah Grancho, Chico and Harpo, along with Zeppo and Gummo. <laughs> Gummo.
2: <laughs> Greyhounds make wonderful pets. Head to gapnsouthwales.com.au to find your perfect new family member. Oh, do we have a last laugh tonight? Yep. Have we got to check? All right, let's hit it.
1: On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats.
3: I've actually got to say this isn't a joke. This is from a I heard an interview with a couple of West Indian players today before the second test. Oh yeah. And they're talking about how yeah you know, the rate of living and the cost of living is in, increasing everywhere around the world, in, including in the West Indies. Now talking about the price of food and and the sl- and a piece of pie like a a pie costs a dollar fifty in Jamaica, two dollars in the Bahamas, Jack. You wouldn't believe that. And those were the pie rates of the Caribbean. <laughs>
5: you don't remember me making that joke about it, yeah, we, we had about a month no, ago. You didn't. Didn't. Yeah, it's right. Matt
3: Rogers. Yeah. Nah. it was. Okay, what do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well yeah. Right, we're gonna, I'm gonna I've picked a song. I've heard this so many times on social media when it's, it's come to the FIFA World Cup. It's this is this the anthem of soccer overseas?
5: It's up there. But it's it's everywhere, this song.
2: I hear it. It's the white stripes. Seven oh, great Nation song. Army. This is my pick tonight to end the show. Uh Enjoy song, your Friday. You? Thank you, mate. Enjoy your Friday, your weekend. We'll be back with Sports Day on Monday night. Catch you then. See so, Thanks, Jack. I'm going to fight them all. A
4: seven nation army couldn't hold me back. They're going to rip it off. Taking their time right behind my back.